So small little steps, one step at a time, I think is the way to move forward. Don't give yourself, you know, the whole recipe in one go. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to go on a, a, you know, detox and I'm going to exercise every day and I'm going to blah, 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 because the reality is that's not going to work. It's too much, especially if you have kids. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million dollar real estate brand. Each week I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast, and I am so grateful that you are here listening to this episode when there are so many other things you could be doing. And if you are multitasking, and yes, I know you are, I want you to stop right now. I want you to put your full attention on this episode because I think it's a message all property managers, business owners, and working mums need to hear. Today, we are diving into the importance of self-care. And before you roll your eyes, self-care is not selfish. And I can speak from personal experience about the value of self-care. Because at the end of the day, no one is going to make you take care of yourself. They might tell you to make some changes, to take some time out, to go for a massage, maybe get some more exercise or take up meditation or journaling. But ultimately, only you can make yourself do those things. And if people are telling you those things, are you actually listening and considering why are they telling you this? Are they seeing that you aren't really yourself at the moment, that you're not really happy, you're stressed out, you're anxious, or even depressed? Personally, not taking care of myself set me up for failure, and it was epic. I pushed and pushed and pushed myself so hard, and I look back now and I think, why? The only person that suffered was me. I was always trying to prove I was good enough. I had to work earlier, later, longer than anyone else. I had to work out at the gym harder and faster and run longer than anyone else. I also liked to party harder than anyone else as well. And at home, I rarely asked for help with parenting or running my kids around. And all I ended up with was good old case of adrenal fatigue, burnout, and a heart condition. And my personal life also blew up in my face. And it took me to get to a few rock bottom moments before I realized that the key to all of my unhappiness was my own self-love and care, or lack of it. And this episode, even if it just helps one of you to avoid those rock bottom moments, then my job here is done. So let me share my amazing guest for this episode, Suzanne Rodolfi. She is a health and wellness coach, author, and speaker that helps predominantly professional women re-energize, recharge, and renew their bodies and lives. And she's walked the burnout walk. She's put her family first and her career first. She's over-exercised to the point of injuring her back so badly that she couldn't walk. But after 35 years of helping women in the wellness space, 
She's now written a book called My Body and Me. And I think I'll, I think you'll absolutely love it. I certainly do. Inside, she shares her secrets to living a happy and fulfilled life, managing stress, nutrition advice, and how to create a sustainable vitality and healthy body, mind, and soul, amongst many other amazing insights inside this book. So if you're still thinking self-care is selfish, then I want you to take a listen to this episode. Susan, thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. Now, before we dive in, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started doing what you're doing now? Sure. So my name is Susanne Rodolfi and I do have an accent. So I am from Sweden and currently living in Australia. So uh, some people said, you're so lucky living where you're living. And I said, well, it's not that lucky. So all about the choices that we made in life. So I'm as far away as I can from my family, and that's not because I don't like them. I love them, but sometimes it's also very uh, good to be a bit further away from them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm enjoying that, and I'm very much enjoying. I live on the uh, Gold Coast. I live in a place called Burley Heads, and very close to the water. So I have the closeness to nature, and I believe I'm a nature's being. So how did I get started? I think I have two. No, I don't think. My parents gave me a very good start. We lived very close to nature. I grew up in nature together with them and learned to know all about the benefits of having nature and acknowledging what nature has to offer. Um, I then started off, well, they put me into acrobatics as a very young girl. And from that, I went on to becoming a, a gymnast. So I spent lots of hours in the gymnasium as a young girl. Uh, then I decided to become a PE teacher. I spent a couple of years in New York as a personal trainer. I think I became a fitness freak, if you like. So I lived on fitness and I lived on all the endorphins that are whizzing around in your body. But, you know, an addiction, doesn't matter what kind of addiction, is not good for you. So uh, I over-exercised and uh, that's when my body finally said stop. So uh, my lovely body gave me severe back problems to the point where I couldn't move. And the only thing I wanted to do was, of course, to move because that's how I lived my life. So, you know, universe has its way and it shows us the way. So it guided me to seek um, acupuncture. And the acupuncturist who gave me treatments also was training something called shiatsu, which is a Japanese form of healing art. Uh, and uh, yes, my body got so much better from the treatments I received, but I also started to uh, understand that health was not just about fitness. It takes in so much more. So that's when I started to learn about the other modalities. I practiced Tai Chi, which was slower movement. I learned to um, not feed my just my physical being, but also feeding the body, mind, and spirit, and realizing that it takes a bit more than just fitness to look after yourself. So that was the starting point for me, really. That's amazing. And, well, look as you go now. Um, you are an author, um, a speaker, a health and wellness coach. 
And um, I'm actually reading your book at the moment, My Body and Me, and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, there's so many amazing reminders on how to take care of ourselves um, from mindset to breath work and that that all-important exercise and nutrition. I was an over-exerciser too. Um, if I mm. wasn't pushing myself to absolute exhaustion, it wasn't worth exercising. And I realized for me, it was all about getting that validation. Oh my God, look how hard she works. Oh my God, she's so fit. Um, it was all about that external validation for me, but this is not about me. This is about you. Um, so let's talk about why you decided to write the book and I guess the value in reading it for anybody that wants to get a copy of it. What is the message, I guess, that you want to share with everybody? Well, I said to people, I think people look after their cars much better than they look after their body that they live in. So, you know, the car is an important part in our life. It takes us from point A to point B physically. Now, your body that you live in is going to take you from point A to point B, and you can't replace it. Certain parts we can replace, but you can't sort of go to the car shop or the body shop and get a new body. It's going to be there for, uh, forever. And, uh, you know, there's many relationships that you have in your life, and uh, most of them come and go. But the relationship you have with your body, that's going to be with you forever. You know, until you decide, and and uh, you know, in my world, I live with the idea that I decide when I'm ready to leave this planet and go somewhere else. So, um, why did I decide to write the book? Um, well, I have lots of women coming to me, and uh, to the point of exhaustion, um, tiredness, and not having time is probably the two major issues that uh, um, that I get when women come to me for uh, my health coaching. Um, and your time is the most equal that we have. We all have the same amount of time. So it's not about time. It's about how you prioritize your time. And if you, if you want to live, and I think most people do live a long and well, happy life uh, and get the most out of your, your hours here on this planet, it. If you work prevention, it works so much better than looking after yourself when we end up in the um, in the emergency room or like me having severe back problems. So if we can do a bit of uh, uh, preparation and looking after ourselves rather than waiting uh, for that to happen, then we gain so much more. I think most people have been on the plane. <laughs> now the tra- people are traveling again after COVID, but you know, what did they say on the plane? They got that mask drops down from the ceiling. Who are you going to put it on first? Well, you're going to put it on yourself first. But if because if you take care of you, you're so much better for other people out there as well. Unfortunately, the women that I made, they put the other people before themselves. So they end on the bottom of the list and uh, feel uninspired. They feel unfulfilled. They don't like the body that they live in uh, and the way it look, feeling, and function. So the reason for me um, writing the book was the women who asked me, how do you do it? You know, what, what is your secret to living the life you do and having the energy and look the way you do at the age? I'm now 68 years young, Kylie. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I ask people, how young are you? And they smile. And that's you know, a good uh, good way to kickstart it. But So that's the reason why I started to write the book. And I said, well, if I have something to give people, you know, I think it's my, um, that's sharing my gift. We all have the gift and we can share it and we can be of service to so many others out there. 
So, but it was very scary. There was a lot of fear there. So it took a long time for this book to be born. <laughs> it was a very long pregnancy. Uh, but now it's finally born. And a lot of that was my fear about, you know, like you said yourself earlier, Kali, how are other people going to look at this? Because I said, it's not a novel. It is a storybook, but it's my story. So it's the story about how the different things that I've done in my life to come to the stage where I am. So not knowing how people are going to respond was what held me back, really, to publish it. Having said that, now when it's published, you know, the feedback that I'm getting from people like yourself and so many others is totally amazing and uh, sometimes a little bit overwhelming. So I can take that deep breath and say, I did the right thing. This book needs to get out to, to women. So and you embrace the fear. I did raise the fear, <laughs> all the sweats and the tears around it, and said, well, you know, put yourself out there, take the daring step and do what you're meant to do. So that's how come I decided to write the book. I think it's, it, you know, we all heard the story about the boy who's on the beach and chucking back the uh, the things into the water and still will save that one. So if I can save one or two people, that would be brilliant. Okay, tell me, would you like to make maintenance your superpower? Well, you can, and you don't even need to tell anyone, it's all thanks to Tappy, a powerful property care software that takes all the pain, stress, and chaos out of dealing with maintenance and turns it into a predictable process that is reliable and frictionless, where every maintenance process is a smooth experience for everyone, with value adds that your owners and tenants will absolutely love. And it seamlessly integrates with your property management software too. And here's the bonus, it can actually help grow your business as well. And if you're rolling your eyes at me right now and thinking, yeah, right, I've heard all this before, then do yourself a favor and book in for a demo at tappy.com.au. Mention that property mum and receive one month free on Tappy. I absolutely love that message and that uh, can resonate with so much of that and I know a lot of my audience will be able to resonate with a lot of that as well. I actually ended up with a heart condition um, from the stress and anxiety and overworking it was a heart condition that's normally reserved for people way older than than I am. Uh, it was a heart arrhythmia. So it is interesting that we seem to push ourselves and it's that rock bottom moment that, you know, somebody else takes over the universe or whatever takes over. Mm. And it's only at that point when I'm laying in a hospital bed getting heart surgery that I, I realise that I need to make some changes. And I think so I think your book is going to be a, a brilliant reminder for people to not get to that point where physically or mentally or spiritually keep going. Um, and my audience are predominantly women, working mums, business owners in property management. And there is very little self-care. They're very much, we're all very much people pleasers. We put everyone else's needs before our own. And it definitely does not serve us well. So how do we get into out of that mindset of the people pleasing and, you know, and I, I know a lot of people and I used to think this as well, that self-care was really selfish. Um, but how do we start, as you said, putting that oxygen mask on ourselves first? Well, I do think the first thing that you need to do is to make a decision. Uh, and I think, you know, people like yourself come to a stage or 
you know, awareness is step number one, I think. So become aware of where you're at and make a decision basically to, uh, yeah, I need to look after myself. It's time. And then to sit down and, you know, you've read the book. So the first chapter in the book is actually about honoring yourself. There's no point of blaming yourself for what you've done in the past and put yourself down. So, you know, we can't change that. We can't change the past. We can look at where we're at right now and we can look at where would I like to be? What is the optimum me that I would like to see? Have you know, How would I feel when I look myself in the mirror and wake up every morning? So uh, step one make a decision and step two sit down and uh, you know reflect on where you're at this is me right now and this is where I want to go and then I think what a lot of people a lot of women make the mistake is um, they want it to happen straight away everything in one go and that's going to be too much as a therapist as well if I give you the full recipe it's just going to be that's too much I'm not going to do that it's too hard. So uh, in, my, in my world, I uh, suggest one little step at a time. Uh, what can I do? What daily little healthy habit can I implement into my life? Because small little things over time makes a huge difference. So if you can uh, uh, implement this, a small healthy habit and then work on that one, because as I said, you wouldn't, well, I will speak about myself. I don't get out of the house because before I brush my teeth. That just doesn't work, right? So what is it that you can uh, connect with brushing your teeth, for example, that, you know, and add a little habit into that that will help you and your body to look and feel better. So small little steps, one step at a time, I think is the way to move forward. Don't give yourself, you know, the whole recipe in one go. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to go on a... Uh, you know, detox and I'm going to exercise every day and I'm going to blah, 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 because the reality is that's not going to work. It's too much, especially if you have kids. You know, my children, my child is out of the house and you have your business and you have your husband and everybody else to look after. It's not going to work if you do it that way. That's my experience, Kylie. Yeah, I guess you... Yes, I totally agree, because otherwise you set yourself up for failure and then you think, oh, this is all too hard, I'm not going to do it again. And you don't go back to it. So um, what are some of the, I guess, the the top habits or the priority habits that you would recommend somebody starting out with if they are looking to start their self-care journey? Um, well, there's one quote in the book. I said, the way you start your morning, the way you start your day is the way you live your day and that's the way you live your life. So uh, I always suggest to create a little bit of a morning routine and a bit of an evening routine. So if you can do that, because in the end of the day, well, breath and breathing is number one when it comes to survival, but then sleep is a extraordinarily important part of our lives. So if you can get your sleep right, that's awesome. So, uh, and I do suggest, you know, I'm very much into um, gratitude and journaling myself. And I don't sit down and journal for hours, but I take five minutes in the beginning of the day and I take five minutes in the end of the day just to play some gratitude. And, and to, I would suggest to people, go and buy yourself a little special book, something special for you, something that looks nice. So I'm very much about, you know, beauty in the world. There's so much beauty in the world. So get the book that, that you are attracted to. Um, even when it comes to water bottles, you know, I have a water bottle, this one is black, but it actually says I'm kind of a big deal. So every time I drink in it, 
I see that. I said, yeah, that's uplifting. <laughs> I like that. So a little special journal. And if you spend um, just a few minutes in the morning, you know, to create me time is important. So, and I know some people have kids, they're young and they jump on top of you the first thing they do. So where can you have that little me time? That might be when you drop the kids to school and you sit in the car before you take off and go to the next space. That could be your five minutes to do that. Just today I'm grateful for, what is it? One, two, three things I'm grateful for today. Because if you practice gratitude, you have so much back. And then do the same thing in the evening. And what tends to happen, we come to the end of the day and, uh, you know, I did this. You know, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I forgot to do that. That was crap. You know, I should have done that better. If you go to bed with that, that's not going to work very well on your on your mindset. So if you rather go to your gratitude journal and say, because these are the things that worked out really well for me today. I'm grateful for these three things. So I go back in the evening, three in the morning and three in the evening would be a very good way to start. There's been so much talk of stress, overwhelm and burnout in property management lately. Do you want to know how I overcame all of that? Yes, I hit rock bottom multiple times, but I got myself a virtual assistant. Actually, not just one, but three. But I didn't just get any VA, I got a PMVA. What are they? Well, they are the most well-trained in the business. And not only that, you also have a backup VA. So that essentially your business is never without admin support ever again. And my health, time and business has never looked back. Your PMVA can take care of tasks like rent arrears, lease preparation and renewals, maintenance follow-up, routine inspection bookings, data entry, audits, prospecting, inbox management and so much more. And the best part of implementing a PMVA in my business was that it freed up my time and my team's time to take care of important things like customer service. What makes me feel so safe is that PMVA is owned by Tiffany Botel, both here and in the Philippines, making my data secure and giving me more control over the VA arrangement. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your discovery call with Lady Boss Tip. That's amazing. The uh, property managers, we often go to bed and wake up in the middle of the night and think about, oh my God, I forgot to do this. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And I've for years in the early days of my property management business would have a, a pen and paper beside my bed so I could write down the things that I didn't get done that day. So I think that's really valuable, even if it's, you know, property managers are writing down before they leave the office, the things that they need to prioritize the next day or clear their head so that they can go home and be present with their family and have that value that good night's sleep that you said and i'm a big advocate of a morning routine i do a morning routine mine's very similar to the one that you outline that you do in your book it's mm. just the breath work the meditation the visualization the journaling um i have found all and the exercise but kind exercise to my body. I found all of those really valuable. So, and that was my next question for you was why is that morning routine so valuable or, or the evening one, whichever one or both of them, um, why are they so valuable? Because I can definitely attest to what a difference it's made in my life. 
Well, I'm an energy worker, so your energy circulates in your body in certain ways. So when you wake, well, certain things happen when you are asleep. One of the things that happen when you're asleep, you're detoxifying. So even if you are resting physically inside, there's lots of stuff stuff going on, and detoxification is one of the of the um, most important ones. And we detoxify in so many different ways. We bring it out through the skin, through the mouth, uh, through our bowels, through our urine, and all that happens in the early morning. So, you know, one of the things I always have water, and water is important when it comes to all of those areas. Um, so a lot of people, when I ask people, what is your morning routine? I say, well, I get up and I go for a walk. I say, no, no, no. What do you do when you wake up? What's the first thing you do? And one lady said, um, I grab my phone and I check social media. And I thought, hmm, well, we're going to change that one. <laughs> <laughs> Many people say, I have a glass of water. And I said, okay. So first you go probably go to the toilet, you empty your, um, you have, you know, empty your bladder. And maybe you have your, you know, empty your um, the rest of your body as well. <laughs> so what did you do after that? And, and they said, well, I have a glass of water. And I said, do you cleanse your mouth before you have that glass of water? And I said, no. I said, so that yucky taste you have in your mouth when you wake up, and this is such a small little habit that will help you, but that yucky taste you have in the mouth when you wake up, that's your body getting rid of all the internal toxins, right? So if you drink a glass of water straight away, what's going to happen with those toxins? You're going to swallow them back down again, right? Yeah. Mm. So I said, if you could, before you drink that glass of water, just go and brush your teeth. You know, in Ayurvedic medicine, we do tongue scraping. Um, and that's a habit that I've put into my, and I, I can't, actually now I don't brush my teeth because before I've done my tongue scraping. So it's become that habit. It doesn't feel right if I don't do it. But it will take you, you know, those two minutes you have to brush your teeth. If you do it before, you drink your glass of water, then you're just helping your body to clean out so the things that you can do that can help your body to move on with the rest of the day so why it's so important because if you if you do that little bit of cleansing and then move your body so that the energy channels as i said so the energy in your body starts to flow in a bit different way or in a more uh, fluent way then that's a help for your body so then the energy goes with the energy is needed when you start to move around uh, and the breath and the breathing you know in Chinese medicine, and for those of you who've been over to uh, the Eastern world, that's when they over there, they go out in the, in the parks and they do their Tai Chi movements and they go out to air their pets, which very often is a bird in a cage. That happens in the early morning because the air is the freshest in the early morning and the energy for your lungs is the best in the early morning. So if you want to do lung work and go for a walk, the best time to do that is actually first thing in the morning. So if you learn to move with how the energy is moving in your body already, well, then you're just, you're gaining, basically, because that's just nature working. So if you work with nature, that's so much better for you. Did that answer your question? Yes. Tyler? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love all of it. My next question is actually around that personal development piece. And I'm actually going to recommend everybody to read your book as their personal development piece. But what is your best piece of personal development that's helped you the most whether it's a you know book a resource a podcast what is your go-to I guess when you are feeling like you need that bit of extra 
boost or self-care or something? My book. <laughs> yeah. This one is good. Yeah. Now, so for me, uh, the best boost, the best place for me, I go to nature. You know, I go to nature to heal. That's my best. So if I have, and nature doesn't, you know, I, you know, I'm not lucky. I'm making the choices to live close to, to nature. So I, I have the beach five to 10 minutes walk away from myself. And I go, I just go to the water because there I get the fresh air. I get the sea and I do still jump into the sea this time of the year. And then I get the negative ions from uh, from the ocean, which all feeds me. It's all for free as well. So, you know, it's a freebie that Mother Nature offers you. You know, I walked, walked out the other day. We had rain here. And, you know, the energy after the rain is amazing. So, yeah. In the, and my husband says to me, you're from Sweden. So we say in Sweden, there is no bad weather. It's only bad clothing. Dress according to the to the weather. So for me, it is to go out in nature to find the healing. You know, the times when I don't feel well, I go to nature and I breathe out there. But if you don't have nature close on your doorstep like I have, you know, there's always the opportunity to open up a window. Maybe you have a balcony you can step out to. Maybe it is put your feet, you know, bare feet on the ground. So I put them in the sand. Um, put your bare feet on the ground somewhere so that you are grounded because then you get connected to uh, to the earth that we live on. And the earth's energy is, you know, it is grounding. We live too much up here. So if we can take a moment to just ground ourselves and connect to, to the energy that Mother Earth gives us. I walk barefoot. People come to my house and I said, do you want me to take the shoes off? Well, that's up to you. <laughs> I'm a barefoot girl. Whenever I can kick them off, I'll kick them off. Um so once again, did that answer your question, Kylie? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, you've given some great um, advice and insights and tools and habits there. Uh, and I will share links to your book um, and all your socials in the show notes. So how can, if anyone wants to connect with you in terms of health or wellness coaching, um, what is the best place for them to reach out to you? Well, my website is under construction, so that will come up. So that's Suzanne at SuzanneRodolfi.com and maybe we can put there. The link to that uh, for now the best i'm on facebook once again that's my name uh, i'm on linkedin but email also works really well so we'll share my email address uh, to those people who want to and everyone is invited to come and have i do free um, health consultations with people so if you're interested in doing that it's just looking at where you're at I might not be the best person for you to connect with. If you're looking for a personal trainer, that's not me. But I can connect you with people who will be able to support you in that way. And when it comes to uh, books, I mean, the first book for uh, um, self-development uh, was Louise Hayes' book. So, you know, I still say she's not with us anymore, but she's a very big uh, uh, mentor of, of myself. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And I will, I might just take you up on that consultation and I love Burley. It's my favorite place in the world. I used to live there before I moved oh, where cool. I am now and the dream is to get back there. So um, I will definitely be coming to visit you soon. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed the conversation with you and anyone listening, jump on and grab the book. There will be a link to purchase that uh, in the show notes. So thank you so much, Susan. Thank you, Kylie. Property inspections, entries, exits, incomings, outgoings, routine inspections, whatever you call them, you have to do them. 
Ed, I remember when I first started as a property manager, you had to handwrite the reports and take notes on a digital camera, then upload the photo memory card to your computer and hope and pray that they weren't all blurry or your computer had enough memory to store them. But gone are those days. Thanks to Inspection Express. Now, Inspection Express is not only the number one tool used by leading property managers across Australia and New Zealand, but the leader in groundbreaking new tech in the industry with the launch of 360 degree virtual tours. Now, virtual tours is upping the ante, giving landlords, owners and directors unparalleled 360 degree virtual access to their properties. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your free demo with Inspection Express. If you love the Property Management Podcast, you've got to check out the PM Collective, hosted by my friend, Ashley Goodchild. She discusses things like how to have awkward conversations about pay rises, um, yes please, how to raise the bar in property management, and why so many people just seem to fall into the industry. You've got to love stories like that. She'll leave you with great advice, actionable steps to take, and let you know that you're not alone in any of the challenges that you face. So be sure to check out the PM Collective wherever you get your podcasts. Can I ask you a quick favor before you leave this episode? Now, we all know how important reviews are for businesses these days, and mine is no different. If you could spare just a minute to follow, rate and review this podcast, it would mean a lot to me. In fact, what would get me super excited is if you share this podcast with someone in the industry who you think might need to hear some of the episodes right now. And if you'd like to find out more about working with me or any of the products I have to help you start, grow or scale your property management business, head to my website, thatpropertymum.com.au or check out the links in the show notes.